Hello, 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 and welcome to the Eloquent Wife Podcast. My name is Gloria Warren, and I am so excited to have you here with me for season two of the Eloquent Wife Podcast with episode 10. Today, we're going to be talking about divorce prevention, and we are going to go over the three keys to protect your marriage. And if you are interested in this topic, keep listening because we are getting into it right now. Okay, so again, I want to welcome you to the Eloquent Wife Podcast. Today we are entering into episode 10. And I am really, really just excited for this new season because with every new season, we know that God is always doing something amazing. So again, today we're going to be talking about divorce prevention. But if you are joining me, um, I just want to say thank you because I know that I release these podcasts really early and 8 a.m. is when we release these. So if you are um, unsubscribed, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast, whether that is through Apple, Google, Pandora, whether it's through Spotify, so that you never miss an episode. I would love for you to go and subscribe wherever you love to listen to your podcast on. But if you are a visual person, we also have this podcast on YouTube as well. But I would love for you to just join the community because the Lord is doing some amazing things with the topics that we're talking about, healing, restoration, clarity you know it is being done in this season so again you can catch us every monday morning at 8 a.m on your favorite podcast station or on youtube and that is 8 a.m eastern standard time so if you are new to the eloquent wife welcome if you are new to our podcast welcome i would love to gift to you my five key elements guide and this is something that i love to give to the newbies and this is where i shared the five top things that the lord had revealed to me concerning myself concerning my marriage and i just want to share with you it's a free pdf you can go and you can download it right now it's my personal gift to you to just tell you thank you so much for joining us and um i pray that you being here will just spark something new in your life will give you something new in your life will bless you with something that you've never known but this this gift is going to i believe help to open up your eyes to see you know there are some things that i can readjust so that i can access the heart of my husband so everything that i do here you know it's always it's always a blessing, I believe, for women because we just try to keep things real. We just try to keep things as raw as possible. And with that, I believe that restoration will happen. But let us pray because I'm ready to dive into this 
this topic for today because I believe that the Lord really has some amazing things that he wants to unveil to us today. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for episode 10. God, I thank you for the Eloquent Wife podcast. Lord, I thank you for what you are doing in the lives of your people, of your daughters, Lord. And I just pray, oh God, that you would just shower down, Lord God, your revelation knowledge so that we can prosper in this life. Lord, there is nothing that we can do without you. And because we know that we need you and in our weakness, you are made strong. Lord, teach us, teach us, oh God, how to walk in wisdom because it is the principal thing. Lord, teach us to number our days so that we can use every day and be a blessing to others, Lord Jesus. And so as we get ready to dive into this topic, Lord, my prayer is that you would be glorified. My prayer is that you would get the glory. And I pray this in the name of Jesus, amen. Okay, so first I want to start out by giving some definitions to um, what divorce is and what prevention means. So divorce is the process of terminating a marriage or marital union. Divorce usually entails the concealing or reorganizing of the legal duties and responsibilities of marriage, thus dissolving the bonds of matrimony between a married couple under the rule of law of the particular country or state. So what exactly does prevention mean? Because we're talking about divorce prevention. Prevention is to keep from happening or existing steps to prevent war. I'm gonna read that one more time. Prevention is to keep from happening or existing steps to prevent war. So it can also be to hold or keep back to hinder something from happening. It deprives power to something. So When we talk about divorce prevention, we are saying that we are going to do everything, take the proper steps, the proper, we're going to use everything within our power, our God-given power to prevent, to prevent ourselves from having our marriage stripped from the responsibilities that entails of marriage. We are not going to allow just the things that we endure in this life to strip apart and strip away what God has blessed us with. So 60% of all divorces involve individuals aged 25 to 39. Wives are the ones who most often file for divorce at 60%, 66% on average. That figure has soared to nearly 75% in some years. So this is this is a disclaimer that I just want to put out there. And I always feel like I need to say this. 
Whenever I speak concerning marriage and encouraging a woman to stay and fight for her marriage, I am always excluding the cases of abuse. When I am encouraging you to fight for your marriage, it is never me with the mindset that you are in an abusive relationship. And I feel like I need to say this because um, there are so many different women who have connected to this this ministry, to the eloquent wife. And I feel that it is my, my duty to allow you to see that my stance is always going to be protection, always going to be, you know, centered around the biblical definition of what love is. Husbands are to love their wives as Christ loved, loves the church and loved the church. And so if we never saw Jesus mishandling his church, I don't expect for the wife to be mishandled by her husband. Now, you know, if a husband has a mean spirit and he fusses all the time, this is not something that this is this is not something that you just have to leave your husband for just because he is just always fussing you know because the tv is not on 14 it's on 32 you know like some of that stuff god can give us patience to work through um and god can deal with him on to on how he can change his attitude on how he can change his ways but that is completely different from somebody you know being battered somebody being bruised being knocked upside the head somebody being pushed against the wall somebody getting their nose broken like that is a completely different thing and i felt like i needed to put that disclaimer out there because you know as the lord expands this and as the Lord continues to bring women in to be encouraged and to be blessed, um, there are some who are dealing with abusive relationships. There are some who have reached out, but I need you to know that abuse is not in the confines of what God intended for marriage to be. So I had to put that disclaimer out there. So at this moment, I want to just kind of dive into the three keys um, on how you can prevent divorce or that can work towards divorce prevention. So the very first thing that we can do is to effectively communicate with our spouse. If we don't learn the art of communication, we will fail every single time. Effective communication with any person is vital for the health of that relationship. And when it comes to your marriage, you know, you are living with an imperfect being. He's living with an imperfect being. And it's very easy for us to make assumptions. It's very easy for us to believe that we know the situation even though we may not have talked about it even though we might not have asked about it even though we might not have ever you know even considered the fact of asking like what happened in your life when you were a child what happened you know in your life when when you were at this age without knowing the full picture it's very easy especially especially for us as women to go off of our intuition and i'm not saying that our intuition does not pick up on things that happen in this life but at the same time we cannot solely be basing everything that we do and everything that we say and everything that we work towards based on a feeling that we have in our gut at the same time you know we have to be fair and we have to have a conversation 
a lot of times in order to get the full picture on something because if we are not communicating, we are going to be making assumptions based on what we perceive it to be in our minds, whatever that it may be. And we will form an argument, we will form a conclusion, we will form, you know, our family dynamic based on what is here without even considering to give our spouse the benefit of the doubt and really just, really just seek real answers, valid answers to, to want to understand, okay, when you did this, when you said this, when you bought this, when you went there, what was going through your mind? What, what were you thinking? You know, just simple conversations can break down so many different issues that we have just from us keeping our mouths shut. I talk about this all the time because this is a big part of my story. It's a big part of my journey. It's a big and major part of the foundation of The Eloquent Wife because I was very, very passive. I was very, very quiet. I was very, very reserved in everything that I did and everything that I, I would say. And that's not to mean that I was reserved in my mind because I would be going to war in my mind, but I would always shut down. You know, if at you know, one or two minutes within her conversation, if I felt like the conversation was going in an opposite direction, I was not a confrontational person. And so I allowed, you know, my shutdown to be the downfall within myself to the point where I began, I began to think very, very toxic and not to say that I was toxic in you know, the words that came from my mouth, but my heart began to become so very toxic to where even thoughts of me walking away would present, present itself to me. And I opened the door many, many days for the enemy to come in to plant negative seeds in my heart concerning my husband because I was not having conversations, because I was allowing my mind to just run rampant. And I was allowing the enemy to speak into my mind because if you have any open door, the enemy is going to come in. He is going to sup with you the, the same way that Jesus wants to sup with us and to come in and bring revelation and knowledge and healing and truth is the same way that the enemy can come in and sup with us and to sow discord, to sow tears, to sow all of these wicked things in our hearts and we not even be aware of it in our mind we think that it's everybody else we think that it's our husband but in reality it's an open door that you allow to become open because you were not honest because you were not truthful because you were not walking in love so when i tell you that effective communication is is the key the very first key to prevent divorce then you must unlock this with the key that you are given now with the wisdom of God to say, if you are one, this is not everybody's struggle because there are some people who, don't, who do not mind confrontation. But if you are somebody who continues to keep everything pinned up and bottled up, you're going to have to start talking. You're going to have to ask the Lord, Lord, give me the boldness to speak up for myself. Lord, I come against the spirit that wants to keep me, you know, timid, that wants to keep me in such a state that I just allow everything to just crush me and, 
and trample over my heart and help me to be bold. I don't have to be rude. I don't have to be unseemingly, but I can be bold in what I need to say. And if this is my life and if I have to walk this thing out, then I need to be present and I need to be pleased with my life. You know, as a, as a Christian woman, we're living every day to please the Lord. We are living every single day to worship him in spirit and in truth. We are living every day towards, you know, to work out our soul salvation. And so if we are going to be in a marriage, we need to enjoy that marriage. If your husband doesn't mind telling you how he feels, then you should be able to exercise that same right and tell him how you feel. Again, it doesn't have to be reckless. It doesn't have to be disrespectful. We can speak our truth in love. There is a scripture in the Bible that says we speak our truth in love. You can be angry and yet sin not. We have many different emotions that the Lord gave us as human beings, we're not always going to have a smile on our face, but even in the moments where we may have a frown on our face, the Lord can teach us how to accurately navigate through those issues and those seasons so that we can come out greater, stronger, more unified than ever. You're going to have difficult conversations in marriage. You cannot get away from it. You're going to have difficult situations. You're going to have difficult conversations. But even in that, even in that, the Lord will teach you how to bridle your tongue. He will teach you how to be wise with your words. He will teach you how to effectively communicate so that the union that he predestined from the foundation of the world will be able to stand the test of time because in that testing, it will be hard, but with the, the help of the Lord, you can get through this. So let's look at the second key to divorce prevention. And it is that you work through the skeletons in your closet. If you're going to have a healthy marriage, at some point you're gonna to have to deal with the skeletons in your closet. You're gonna to have to deal with the things that you may have never told your husband about. You're gonna to have to deal with some of the things that you may have dealt with in your past. You're gonna to have to deal with some of the things that you may have dealt with in your childhood. You're gonna to have to deal with some of these things because the skeletons in our closet can prevent us in many cases from experiencing the joy of the Lord. The skeletons in our closet can cause us to feel shame. The skeletons in our closet can cause us to feel guilt. It can cause us to feel like we are not worthy of love, of true love. It can make us feel like we're not worthy for even ourselves to receive the love, the love of God. So, for example, if you have ever dealt with any type of abuse or trauma, and it's very, very difficult for you to, if it's very difficult for you to articulate 
what happened to you, to your husband, and he knows absolutely nothing about it. There is going to be a block somewhere in your life when it comes to you dealing with your husband based on that traumatic experience or based on that abuse that you experienced. And so if it is for you concerning your mental state, if you have ever experienced someone that that always you know, was very, very demeaning in their, in their speech towards you, if they were very, very critical of you, if they were very, very harsh towards you. And if this was the case for you, and whenever you and your husband have a disagreement, you may notice yourself, if you just think back, if you notice yourself shutting down, could it be that some of the things that you've experienced in your past contribute to the way that you function and react towards your husband. So if we have skeletons in our closet that we've never dealt with, whether it is the amount of men that you may have encountered, slept with before you were married, the enemy will use anything that is a secret to eat away at your mind and at your soul. Anything that is a secret he will use to to try to destroy you because when we have things that it that is in quotation unresolved the law will bring conviction for us to get it right but the enemy will use condemnation so he will make you feel like you're not able to be used by the lord he will try to make you feel like you are not worthy of pure, authentic love because of your past. He doesn't care how he destroys us. He just wants to destroy us. And this is the enemy I'm talking about. So it's imperative that you deal with any skeleton that's in your closet. At some point, you will have to work through this. You will have to talk through this. You will have to work it out. You will have to open up about it because if, if the enemy is using the skeletons in your closet to beat you down, to cause you to have, if, he, if he's using this to cause you to have escalated disagreements with your husband because of the triggers that you are experiencing because of some of the things that you have not talked about, it's time to talk. Even if you have to go to a therapist it's time to talk even if you have to go to your pastor it's time to talk even if you have to go to um a trusted source as in an auntie or as in a best friend it's time to talk you know the lord has graced me even for this to be certified in relationship coaching. So even if you feel as though you don't have anybody to turn to, I offer sessions where I sit and I talk and we can sit and talk and we can just dialogue and we can work through some of the things that you have, you know, encountered and experienced. And so whatever the issue is, whatever the issue is, you have to open up. Because if you allow this to continue, and if you know that it is the hidden things that 
is contributing to the friction in your marriage, then wisdom says, I have to get this resolved immediately because you're going to be triggered if, if things are not dealt with, if you are constantly triggered based on what is hidden in your life. If it's brought to the light, there is no more power that the enemy has over it. When things are brought to the light, the enemy can no longer fight your mind because it's like, okay, well, you know, it's not a secret anymore. Okay, every person that needs to know this already knows this. So what are you going to fight me with now? You can't beat me down in my mind now because it's already been exposed. So that is the second key. Deal with the skeletons in your closet. So the last key that I want to give you before we wrap this up is to love your spouse in the way that he wants to be loved. So you loving your spouse in the way that he desires to be loved can help to, it can help to prevent divorce. So for example, I don't want to get too, you know, deep into this, but if your husband this can be like a topic for so many different things. It can, this can be a key to so many different things. Um, but if your husband desires to be loved in a certain way and you always push him away and you always say that you don't have time for him or you always, you know, neglect his needs, whatever those may be, you know, when it comes to money, when it comes to religion and when it comes to sex, these are some of the top three things that cause people to get divorced. And so communication fall within all three of those, you know, but for example, you know, when it comes to sex and marriage, a wife and a husband are a lot of times on two different pages because the husband, you know, in his mind, you know, it's it's money, it's protection, you know, it's provision, you know, but women, we have so many other things on our minds all the time, all the time. Our minds are always going. We're always thinking about the children, the food, you know, cleaning. We're always thinking about so many things. And so, you know, you have to be careful when you are on two different pages. And I love this i've heard erica campbell talk about you know check-ins that she does with her husband and i think that that is so very important for us to do check-ins because sometimes our lives our jobs you know our careers you know the responsibilities that we both have separately you know sometimes those things can kind of make things very very mushy and we have to just check in and make sure that we are on the same page we have to check in and make sure that we are like really, you know, making sure that we are attentive to our spouse. Because if your husband is desiring sex from you and you only have time for him once a week, this at some point is going to lead to several, di several different things. It will lead to divorce. It can lead to divorce. It shouldn't lead to divorce, but it can lead to divorce. It can cause him to begin to have like, I won't say hot flesh, but you know, like in your teenage years when the grandparents would say like, she's hot or he's hot, 
you know, it can make one begin to feel a certain way. Like those hormones are raging, you know, those like, I'm, I'm trying to see how to work this because this is on YouTube and um, if your husband has need of you and there is never time for him, we talk about this often, but it can open doors to give the enemy room to plant people in his path who are attentive, who will speak to him who will be a listening ear for him. This can be people at church. This can be people at work. This can be, you know, the woman in the drive-through. You know, the enemy does not need help on, you know, planting traps for us. He doesn't need help with that. He's he's an ancient one. He's been around from, from generation to generation from generation. He sees, he has seen so many different things. So he knows how to trap us. And this is why we need the wisdom of God to help us to overcome him because we live in this world where there are so many, so many demonic influences that have taken down some of the best of the best. And so I always love to quote this scripture. When you think that you are strong and when you think that you have it all together, let that person let them take heed because, you know, if you think you're strong, when you think that you've got it all made, that is the very person that can fall and will fall. If there is no humility there, if there is no wisdom there, if there is no, you know, just press towards God, if there is none of that there, the enemy will make sure that you fall. So love your husband in the way that he wants to be loved. This will help to prevent divorce if you in your heart had needs that was never met even if the marriage lasts for 20 years when kids go off to college many times the parents will stay together until the kids are grown but once the kids are grown they don't even know each other they don't even sleep in the same room. They don't even sleep together anymore. They don't even remember the last time they kissed. And they separate and they divorce once some sometimes once the kids go to go off to college. And so just because you are in the same house under the same roof does not mean that you're connected. Just because you still have a ring on your finger does not mean that you're connected. And so you have to make sure that your connection is strong. You have to make sure that you are covering all bases because if all bases are not covered, the enemy will come in to destroy your marriage. So again, for anything that we talked about, whether it's the effect of communication, whether it's dealing with the skeletons in your closet, or even if it is you know, learning how to love your husband the way he needs to be loved, because you may be saying to yourself, I just, I don't know how to do that. You know, I grew up in a family where, you know, there was not a lot of affection. So even if that's the case, for every situation that we face, for everything that we go through in life, there is always help that can help us to overcome. There is always help to help us overcome. So my encouragement to you today 
is to really seek God, to give you an, an analysis of your marriage, to really help you see, Lord, is there anything that I need to fix? Lord, is there anything that I need to, is there anything that I need to go over and I need to reevaluate? Lord, show me the diagnosis and the, show me, Lord Jesus, the diagnosis of my marriage, you know? Show me, Jesus, because I really need to know. So I would encourage you that if you feel like you're failing in any of these areas, get professional help. Even if, again, it's going to your pastor, if it's going to the first lady, if it's going to a best friend, if it's going to a therapist, if it's going to, you know, a person that is trustworthy, who has been proven to be trustworthy, I would encourage you to do that. And again, you know, I do offer private Zoom sessions where we can talk, where we can dialogue, where we can work through these things together. Because at the core of every family is a mother and a father, is a, a, a man and a woman, a husband and a wife. At the core of every family and the Lord has need of us in the earth. The Lord has need of healthy marriages going forth so that the world will not be a laughing stock at the church, so that the world will not say, how are you gonna tell me this? How are you gonna tell me that when you don't even know how to help yourself? And I really believe that in this season, you know, we always talk about restoration, but in this season, I believe that the Lord is continuing to build us up, to give us wisdom, to give us knowledge, to give us these things so that we can prosper in every area of our life, not just at church to shout, but to prosper in our everyday life, to prosper with our children, to prosper with our husbands, to prosper with our relationship with our mothers, our fathers, to prosper in life. We don't want to be preaching to everybody else and we ourselves be a castaway. That is not the way that it's supposed to be. So. If you are interested in, you know, any of my private coaching sessions or any of, you know, if you're interested in any of that, you can go to my website at gloriawarren.com forward slash one-on-one. -on -one. And with this, whether you are single, whether you are engaged, whether you are married, you know, wherever you are. I offer these sessions to be a blessing to you. So I am really, really just thankful to God for allowing us to have this time together, for allowing us to really just be able to break bread, to just start this, this podcast back up strong. And my prayer for you is that the Lord will give you grace my prayer for you is that the lord will give you stamina that the lord will give you everything that you need to prosper because not everyone will be able to understand your situation but even in that you have to know that you have purpose you have to know that is giving you 
purpose for even your marriage. And even if it doesn't feel like it, you have to know that it is. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. I want to leave you with Psalms 127.1. And it says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. So we're not going to labor in vain. We are not going to labor in vain. We are going to continue to build our marriages. We're going to continue to build our homes. We're going to continue to build on our relationship where we will love to come home to our husbands. We won't just leave the house because we need to leave it from them because we don't like to enjoy being around them. We are going to build healthy marriages where we love being with our husbands, where we love going on dates with them, that we love our intimate times with them, that we enjoy it fully that our marriage will continue to grow stronger and stronger. So until next time, I look forward to seeing you then. And share this with someone if you believe that it'll be a blessing to them. God bless, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. enjoyed this week's episode if this was a blessing then you for sure don't want to miss next week's episode so meet me here next monday at 8 a.m for another conversation about wifelyhood if this episode was a blessing to you and you'd like to see it flourish consider becoming one of our beloved podcast partners to help us get this message out to more wives abroad If you feel compelled to partner with The Eloquent Wife Podcast, visit www.TheEloquentWife.com forward slash partner to become an official partner. With much love and grace, I pray you have a blessed week. And until next time, it's Gloria signing off. Bye-bye.